Welcome to episode 31 of Hair Biz Radio with your host, Zakira. And Mikey. Oh, we have a special guest host today, Mikey. <laughs> yes, so I know I've been gone. I've been gone traveling, some this, some that, the other. Been it feels so good long. to be back. What have you been doing, Mikey? You know, a little, had a little fun. Yeah. Went to Vegas. How was Vegas? And Vegas is Vegas. <laughs> Um, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, you know, we went to this big music festival, so we couldn't. It was it was good. We went to EDC, and I was like, you know what? It's this big music festival. It has like three, four hundred thousand people. It's literally nuts. And I'm like, you know what? Let's go to this thing before I get too old and don't want to go. So I want to have the experience now while I'm still very, very young, guys. Very young still. Young. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then came back and then had another trip that I can't really talk about. But I'm going to be so excited to talk about that trip because when I tell you we have big things in the works. Yes, yes. Yeah, so big things in the works, which we'll get into. Hopefully, big things popping. Yeah, big things popping. Probably in the next couple episodes, we'll be able to talk about that information. It's going to be great for everybody in the hair industry. Yep. Pretty big deal. So, yeah, that's about it. And then, you know, working on some new projects because of that trip right now. Yeah. And working on new products always. I will be actually headed to China next month, so I'm going to have some great footage and everything else. Are you taking us with you? No, not yet. (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. We're not balling like that yet. So doing that, actually, that's in July. July, China. Yeah, next month, I'm looking, going to be over in the UK. Expansion, maybe one day. You know, possible (laughs) expansion with some other projects that we have going on. So... Yeah, I mean, what's up? What well, you while you were gone, yeah. um, they held it down in the office, yeah. and Shay held it down on the podcast. I know, I we saw. We had a great time. Some great people came through, so it was just amazing. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but let's dive into uh, this episode. When we first got started with the podcast, we didn't really talk about how we got started in the hair industry or what that process was like, you know, briefly. So just everything that you have going on now and everything that's coming to pass within the company and how we're growing and all these different things that we have going on. Let's kind of go back to the beginning so people can understand like that we didn't just fall off the sky with private label extensions. Yeah, it's it wasn't it definitely wasn't overnight. It happened fast, but it definitely wasn't overnight. It definitely wasn't without a lot of pain, mm-hmm. a lot of pushing, and yeah, so let's let's get into it, you know? Because people people obviously look at me yeah. and they're like, "Wait a second, you're in the hair industry?" And I'm like, oh, <laughs> "Yeah, you know, of course this it makes white sense, guy that right?" Walks around with this hair fleek hat. <laughs> yeah, I got the hair fleek hat on, but yeah, you know, the hair industry, it's funny because I actually still remember the moment when myself and my business partner decided we should think about hair. Yeah. Right. And we're out to lunch because we love our lunch. Yeah. And he was talking about how his girlfriend would go to the salon, spend <laughs> all day and $700 of his money. Yeah. And it was like, this is nuts. Like, what is this? Like, what is going on here? Somebody's making money. Yeah. Right. So we started to look at it a little bit more. And this is 2013 before we really launched. That was a long time ago. Yeah, it's a long time ago now. So just over five years yeah. ago. And we were looking at it and selling online, which has kind of always been my specialty. Mm-hmm. There were people selling online, but it wasn't not a ton of people. There wasn't much competition. And for some reason, we had this huge idea 
of starting kind of like a network marketing for hair. Yeah. Right? So we had this idea, network marketing for hair, and we were going to call it Luxury Hair Direct. Right? So we still own the name Luxury Hair Direct, still Mm -hmm. the parent company name. So what it would be is we thought it would be perfect because it would allow you to sell online and then you'd get other people to sign up to sell online and you'd make a commission off of them. MLM. Yeah, kind of like an MLM, right? So we spent way too much on some really crappy software. If Remember, we were talking about the email uh, the yeah. other day. So we got this software. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible because there wasn't back then like really good MLM software, like in 2013 going into 2014. Yeah. So we spent way too much on the software. That was definitely a huge mistake. And, you know, we got started in just right, I think probably January 2014 is when we really started kind of going. Yeah. And it was actually, it was okay. But one of the biggest problems was with MLM, that that model is everyone was so excited that they could make money off other people. Yeah. That they spent all the time, and this is very common in MLMs. Yeah. Very common is they spent all the time trying recruiting to get- Recruiting people. Yeah. Recruiting people <laughs> instead of selling. Selling, exactly. And we used to do these calls and we're like, guys, like our- we got a lot more distributors, like this is great, but you guys aren't really selling. selling. Yeah. <laughs> like selling's kind of the key, right? So yeah. let's back up a little bit. So when you guys started Luxury Hair Direct, what was that process like onboarding employees or who did most of the work or? <laughs> I'm, I, if, if you're not watching, I'm raising my hand. Um, pretty much set all that stuff up myself and employees we had actually hired one girl none of you guys actually got to meet her and she was only with us for about two weeks and it was a real simple kind of data entry project as far as like setting up all the products Mm -hmm. and she spent all day trying to set up these products which i mean it's a little bit of a process but it's not an all-day thing right Mm. and it took her all day and i was like look like i was trying to be nice here and i was like look this took you like all day it shouldn't like and she's like, well, how long would it take you? I was like, probably 15 minutes. But Mikey, come on now. No, I swear <laughs> to God this happened. I swear to God. Mikey I said, does stuff in like 0.2 seconds and then tells everybody else that look, I they should ag- be doing it in 0.5. <laughs> well, yeah, like half as fast is good. Like that's, <laughs> that's fair. Not half. But look, so I was like, okay. So this is when I was actually still working. Right? Yeah. So I was yeah, in the real estate industry. Yeah. So I was trying to set this up full-time plus probably 50, 55 hour a week running a real estate company mm-hmm. and trying to set this up from like 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. and then getting home at 7 a.m. I mean, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. So yeah. it's like these days were long. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there and it was like the next section that she would have had to do the next day. And I'm like typing and I'm like, phone's ringing, you know, and everything. I'm on the phone. Yeah, you know, doing this. <laughs> And I got it done in about 15 minutes. And she wasn't real happy with me, but I was nice about it. You got the product then in 15 minutes. What she did in one day. Eight hours. Eight hours. I did in 15 minutes. Wow. Which I'll get into a second. So I'll never forget. I go to like the third floor of our building and I see like her car just going out in the parking lot. (laughs) And I was like, isn't that my employee? Like, where was that her? And she had a kind of a like this red car that was had like a dent in it. So I kind of knew it was, I was like, I wonder where she's going. She never came back. <laughs> she never came. She just, she was out. She's like, look, I got, I mean, I didn't mean to offend her. I wasn't yeah. trying to offend. Sometimes we have to have people, and it happens to me too, like yeah. 
we have to be kind of blown away with things mm -hmm. where in my reality, I'm like, there's no way that can happen. Then you see someone that did it and mm -hmm. you're like, wait, it is possible. Yeah. Like that happens a lot, not just in life, but in business. For sure. Right? So sometimes you need someone to show you like, look, this is possible. Like I know with you guys, sometimes I'm like, look, we're going to do this. Right. Kind of like some of the strategies we have right now when, mm -hmm. you know, my consultants were like, hey, if you want to be the best, you have to do this. And I'm thinking in my head, there's no way we can do that. But we're doing and then it we right do now. It, yeah. Right. So she was gone and back to me kind of getting everything set up and going. We had these custom boxes made that we thought were really cool. I remember those boxes. <laughs> these damn boxes. Let me A tell you. A pain in the ass to shit. <laughs> They were the best, worst idea of all time. Yeah. The problem was shipping them in. Somehow it got messed up in customs, everything else. And it sat there. And we had like a $1,700 bill for letting these couple boxes sit there. So that was a business mistake. Oh, yeah. But, you know, going back to the first employee, the first, you know, she was only with us like a week or two. You're going to go through people. Like, it's mm -hmm. really hard to find good people. So, like, if you're starting a new business and you get to the point where you can hire someone, we weren't even really ready to hire someone then, but, you know, we had, we, to. we had to have yeah. somebody help, right? You're probably going to go through some people. I mean, on our side, I think we've been really lucky with a lot of the people that we've got part of our team and mm -hmm. we have a strong, pretty strong team, but there's going to be this kind of stuff happen. So, yeah, then we got everything set up and, you know, getting some sales here and there. Not much, but <laughs> that happens when it's your first business, yeah. like just kind of learning about hair. <laughs> yeah, we're like learning about hair, doing this, doing that. And then I think it was kind of mid-2014, that's when we brought on 2.0, who's still with us today. Yeah, four good years, old 2.0. Good old 2.0, <laughs> four years later, still, you know, still grinding with us. But for someone like 2.0 and like yourself, like you think about in, because when did you start with us? Was it 20? July 2014. July 2014. Mm -hmm. So he must have been like February or March 2014. Yeah. So when for him, he looks at it now, like from where we were mm -hmm. and was like, holy cow. Because, you know, the new people start now and they're just like, oh, this company's booming. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And I like, think 2.0 and I were in your office downstairs. <laughs> yeah. Like before we even had an office, yeah. you guys were working out of my the real office, estate office. The real estate office. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, we just didn't have. With our laptop. Yeah, with our personal laptop. With your personal laptop. <laughs> we don't have money to buy computers. Yeah. Then. I mean, we're Mac'd out right now. We yeah. got Macs everywhere. Mac but daddies like, everywhere. We got Mac daddies everywhere. But it's like, we were just like bare bones startup. Yeah, I think I started July of 2014. And I was laughing because I remember I didn't even think about being in the hair industry at all. <laughs> and I was doing a baby shower, I think, maybe. Yep, yeah. I remember and that. Like an all-white all yeah. baby shower. And I was like, that. do you model? And I'm like, I have before. And I started off doing a hair shoot with Luxury Hair Direct. Yeah. And I'll never forget, I realized a couple weeks later that I had applied for an internship that you posted on Craigslist. And I remember seeing your picture and was like, this guy looks like a creep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then, you know, I started with the company and um, I was able to leave my other job where I was. And then it's been great ever since. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Just starting with a startup company is very different because, you know, you have to go through the ups and the downs with them because it's not like a corporate job that is already kind of set in stone and everything is in place and structures there. And you're going to kind of hit the bumps as they hit the bumps. Yeah. We had no structure, nothing planned. I mean, obviously now 
were systems, systems, mm-hmm. systems, because once you kind of get to a certain point where you have so many orders and clients and yep. this, that, the other, like you have to get it together real quick. Real quick. Real quick. So, so yeah, we had you guys and mm-hmm. that's in 2014. That was four years ago. Yeah. Moving into 2015 business was. I think this is the longest job I've, I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Well, you're not that old. Well, yeah. so yeah 2015 you know we didn't really have much go on 20 like we were pushing in 2015 but it wasn't like anything not much was moving i think like we actually doubled our sales in 2015 from 2014 so that was good yeah but it still wasn't like really enough yeah and then in 2016 or 2015 we had the big oh we had the big we conference. had the big conference yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. we had the big conference where we brought in like eric thomas as a speaker your dad kendall ficklin came in yeah. awesome speaker we had the conference all day yeah that yeah, was that was phenomenal and then we did a big after party at opera yeah i got yanked out Mikey of there <laughs> Mikey was on a thousand. <laughs> I was on a th- I think I bought $500 worth of shots in three minutes. Oh, and gosh. everyone drank them. Danny at Opera was bringing out all the bottles. A good yeah. friend of mine owns, owns Opera. So like all the bottles are coming out. The we sparklers, had like big the escalades from the uh, building. Of, literally a movie was created. <laughs> yeah, that was that was good. That was a good. Uh, yeah, that was real fun. That was, yeah, I mean, we needed to eventually do, now that we have like a big staff and everything, yeah. do another event like that. That was really cool. A conference, like, well, a hair industry conference. Yeah. yeah because we don't necessarily have distributors no, anymore. Yeah. So in 2016, when did we start? But 2015 was still a struggle. It was. Yeah, it, it was. It was a struggle. It was. But we started getting partnerships and yeah, all of that. Making a little bit of a name for ourselves. Yeah. So that was good. And then 2016 is when we started the idea and the first website for private, private label, label extensions. Yep. And private label was like, hey, you know what? There's no one doing wholesale really well here in the USA to service the stylists and stuff, right? Right. And it's funny, as soon as we did that, I mean, it just really, it really took off for us. Mm-hmm. It really took off. And then in about March or April, I had this idea. I'll never forget it. I had this idea for dropship bundles. Oh, yeah. About the dropshipping system and how it all worked. This was 2016? That was 2016. It oh, was wow. Only, I mean, it's only, it's not that old. Oh, we yeah. started off with Shopify. Yeah, yeah. Yep. With, okay. With, but then dropship bundles, I had the idea like on a Friday. Yeah. I literally woke up Saturday morning at like four or five in the morning. <laughs> I worked two days straight. And I think on Monday, I was like, guys, guess what? We have a new service. Dropship bundles. Dropship bundles. And it was like, the idea was perfect. Yeah. You know, it was very similar to like the Luxury Hitterect idea, but I think we took a lot of the feedback from Luxury Hitterect. It's when people sell somebody else's brand, mm-hmm. they don't really feel like it's their own. Right. Right. So we made the mistake with Luxury Hitterect where it was the MLM setup where people People weren't trying to sell. They were just trying to recruit people, right? Yeah. You take a hair company like Maven, who started maybe like a year or two ahead of us, who's done phenomenal. Like, congrats to those guys, right? Yeah. Where it's an affiliate. Which so, is different. Which yeah. is different because it's just direct sales and mm-hmm. they make a percentage of those sales. It's not like, oh, I get, I can sell direct, make 15%, but then if the person under me sells, I make five. Yeah, the person I get, that, yeah. You know, like that. So they went the right route. We just chose not the wrong, the wrong route. Not but a different one. A different route. Yeah. But we pivoted yeah. in 2016. And I think late 2016, we actually shut the whole luxury hair direct system down. 
Yeah. We're just like, it's just No, not, that was 2017. Was it 2017? Yep, it yeah. Yeah, when we were just like, we're not spending any time on it. Yeah. The private label and the dropship because one thing we know in the hair industry, people love to have their own brand. Yeah. So it was good though because a lot of the Luxury Hair Direct distributors were able to, you know, create their own brands and get more training on, you know, how to sell the product and stuff. So that was good. And the people who weren't selling just didn't. They just fell off. Yeah. They weren't selling. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. But we didn't talk about the structure of how we started off with they had to pay to be a distributor. And then eventually, you know, it was free to join. And yeah, so just that. Which made it even worse, actually, because it's funny when you charge a lot, like a lot of times I'll take online classes. Mm -hmm. Like if I spend a thousand dollars on an online class. You're going to take it. I'm going to take that class. I'm going to go through everything. I put my money in into it. And that's, that's actually one of the biggest problems with people in business, mm-hmm. right? With how some services and stuff are set up. If you make the barrier to entry too cheap or mm-hmm. free, yeah, you have nothing invested. So it's so easy to get in, yeah. but it's so easy just to walk away, right? right? So the system that we had previously where you had to pay to be a distributor worked out well because people invested but then when we made it free then it wasn't good right because everybody joined because just everyone joined but they didn't really care exactly because they didn't have any money invested i think the best strategy we have now is you know when people get their websites because like our website services doing very well Mm -hmm. is they're like man i have my website now i'm really in it like they have something to show people we set everything up for them so they don't even really have to worry about that kind of stuff that I think really changed the game for us in 2016, which was kind of like our breakout year. That's actually, I remember in January from about April is when I started full-time for the hair business of 2016. Oh yeah, 2016. So I was working, you know, the 50, 60 hours a week while trying to get the hair business going, building my team, which was you 2.0. I think we had hired Tiara at that point. Yep, we did. We had Tiara. We had Tiara. So we had like a team of three. We had one office. Yeah, remember our one office showroom, which yeah. we still have today, yeah. but we will be moving soon, everybody. Soon, soon, soon. I know we've been talking about forever, but no, for real, it's like <laughs> happening. So we had that one space. Remember that one space? Yep. I'm, and then I'm, we actually didn't paint until later on, right? Or did we? No, no I we went in there. Remember, before. I went in there. Oh, I had yeah. the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the photos of me. I like went in there and I was like, okay, like starting to get some, some we're starting to be pretty legit now, yeah. <laughs> but we still don't have money to hire a contractor. Yeah. Let me put on my hat and I'm the contractor. I took out, remember, I took out all the ceiling. Oh, the you lights. did the ceiling. I took I out the ceiling. I had I did I the baseboards, pay- by the way. <laughs> yeah, you did, right? And I painted the walls yeah, and all that. Yeah, we used that Ralph Lauren Ralph metallic. Lauren yeah. yeah, that metallic blue paint. Mm-hmm. And we just, we didn't have the the budget to pay for the stuff. So I'm like, yeah. I'm the guy today. Yeah, I thought about something before how a lot of people ask about using the hair boxes, not like the white and black ones that we have, but the long skinny ones for mm-hmm. the hair. And we started off with those actually. So talk a little bit about like the dangers of using those they're like the rectangle skinny boxes. Yeah, they were probably about almost a foot tall, like a foot long, Yeah, about an inch and a half tall, and about three or four inches wide, yeah. and it held one bundle. So it was this beautiful box yeah. that held- Custom box. Custom yeah. box, had our name, logo, everything done up, had a little window so you could see mm-hmm. the hair. Those cost us about $1.50 a box. But when someone orders a bundle deal, you have to use three, three of boxes. those boxes. <laughs> So it's like $4.50 in these boxes. Now, granted, it did look nice, but as soon as the stylist sees that box, gone. But shipping. what? And the shipping of yeah. it was just like twice as much as it is now. Yeah. 
So we definitely, that's another thing we made the mistake was going with boxes. Like everyone likes these boxes, mm -hmm. but it's okay if you sell like one, two, three orders a day. But when you're selling like over a hundred, yeah, <laughs> like over a hundred orders a day, like every day and way more than that some days, yeah. like it gets out of control. Yeah, for sure. So if you're thinking about, you know, customizing uh, packaging for your hair brand, I would suggest looking into the custom silk bags. It's very cost efficient when shipping and then it looks nice too. Yes, it just works out better. I mean, you want to have obviously a good presentation when mm -hmm. people get a package. Yeah. And, you know, I know we work with our clients with the tags and the bags and mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff. People are happy when they get this stuff. Yeah, like, for sure. Really happy. And relative to a lot of other hair companies that like a retail hair company, mm -hmm. we're obviously wholesale. So we yeah. don't doll up our packaging for people because they're going to just put in their own. But we um, do for drop shipping. We do so, for drop yeah. shipping. Yeah. So when our drop shipping clients send something out, it's usually looking a lot better than a lot of hair companies that are sending stuff out. Oh, for sure. You know, especially the smaller ones. Yeah. So, you know, for a low cost to get people to have great packaging, it helps out a lot. Yeah. So the packaging was definitely something <laughs> we've made our mistakes. Definitely. You know, and some of these things cost us some money, money. but, you know, it's just <laughs> one of those things we just uh, had to push through. It's funny that we're going into the summertime because I know a lot of people, tax season obviously is the busiest time for hair. Yeah. And a lot of people got started and they're like getting their first sales and this, that, the other. But now it's like, what are we about to go into June? Yep. And June, July are the two slowest they months. They slow down. Yeah. yeah, it's the two slowest months for the hair industry. So if you just got in and all of a sudden it's getting slow, like don't panic. Yeah. We're not panicking. Like our sales this month are way down compared to like two months ago. Mm -hmm. It's because it's just, that's the slow it. slow month, yeah. June, July is slow. So I remember in 2016, I had just got full-time, you know, paying myself a little salary. <laughs> I'm all excited. <laughs> I mean, because literally working years not paying myself a penny. Yeah. I remember when I got my first check and I was like looking at it, I was like, finally, <laughs> finally a in little bit business, of money. Or the business you started before this. No, no, no. In this business. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. The business before I was good, you yeah. know, for a while until I got messed up. But like this business, <laughs> when I got my first, I mean, think about it. It was almost three years of work before I, oh, and yeah. putting in money. Yeah. And putting investing, in money. Yeah. Investing. So I made my first dollar, dollar. <laughs> that I personal, not the business. Or yeah. Anything. Yeah. Personal. So think about that. Three years. Before you actually even saw any of the money that. Before yeah. One dollar. Yeah. Made my first dollar. Invested everything back in yeah. the team, in the space, and the technology stuff we were doing. So yeah, that was like so huge. But then a couple months later, I think July, it really slowed down. Yeah. And I don't think I paid myself for like three weeks. Wow. Yeah. Like I just, we, the company didn't have money. Yeah. Like we need to order inventory, you know, employee money, need employees. I got rent now, like all oh, the yeah. stuff, you know, I'm like, I can't pay myself, which was a little bit of a struggle then, but push through. And then, you know, once but that's the journey of entrepreneurship. It really is. I mean, when you get to a point where you have a little bit less of those types of concerns, like, mm -hmm. Your problems last year compared to today, you just kind of laugh at. Yeah. Some of the stuff, think about all the stuff we've gone through over the years. I mean, really, if you look at it and think about it, like we thought this little thing was this big ordeal. Yeah. Now we're just like, oh, we got a system for that. Yeah. 
systems. (laughs) Yeah, systems. Systems are great. Yeah, systems are great. Yeah, I I remember like having to manually like do a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff we had to manually do like emails, manually send out emails, manually wholesaling with the wholesaling. Like everything now is automated or systems. Yeah, yeah. So that's really good. Just seeing that the difference between, you know, then and now. Yeah. Like once you get to a certain point, you have to really learn technology to save you time. Like the automated follow-up emails, service ticket systems that have canned responses. So it's like, because we get so many emails in a day, 20 of them will be about the exact same same thing. thing. Yeah. So we have a canned response for it. Like every big company does. It's just, yeah, for sure. There's no way you would manual. It would make no sense to manually check that on every time. The same thing every time. Canned response, So yeah, that got us into, you know, going into the end of 2016 was pretty good for us. Like we started picking up. And then I think honestly, it was, you know, I kind of took a little break around New Year's of 2017. And I can remember sitting in my kitchen. I still remember my (laughs) glass table and this like old style chair that I had that I loved. And I remember sitting there and I was always thinking of like, I'm looking at these other companies, not necessarily in the hair industry, yeah, but just looking at other companies and like, man, this company made it, that company made it. Like really we're working so hard. It was never a question of our work ethic. Mm -hmm. I felt like we were running like on a gravel road, like trying to sprint on this gravel. Mm. And I try to figure why does it look like there's all these other people sprinting on this nice paved road? You know, the kind of pavement that has like the little bounce in it. It's got the little rubber in the pavement kind of thing. Like I see these people, some of my friends, I'm like, how are they doing this? Yeah. And one of the things I think it was, was my new dedication. I mean, I was always learning, mm-hmm. but it was like a dedication to education. Dedication. I got to write that down. Dedication to education. It literally changed my life yeah. for our business. Like the stuff we were doing and the stuff that I kind of learned with some classes and some other stuff. Like it was within 30 days, I think we started noticing difference in like our sales. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And our sales last year, I mean, I thought we were ballers last year i mean we weren't you <laughs> we, know. we we were doing it last year we were doing it i mean yeah we we did it last year yeah. you know but like it was i finally felt like we we got over that hump yeah right because it's like you're going to struggle for a while and if somehow you get over these humps and you don't struggle like hats off to you you're like <laughs> the first in any business you're so the best you're the best because it's just part of the process Right. It's like getting over these humps every time. So finally in 2017, I was like, man, we can like hire more people and like buy more IMAX and yeah, have Christmas party, <laughs> have like a baller Christmas party yeah. and like actually talk about, hey, let's give you a raise and more opportunities and other kind of stuff. I mean, it was it was so nice to get to that point. Yeah. And investing back in yeah. the business, like, yeah. you know, all the money we make investing back into the business. I mean, my business partner, you know, he's just silent, but we're 50-50 with the money we put in. Think about this. He didn't get his first check for really almost five years. Wow. Wow. Five years. He's not involved in day-to-day. I like to tell him. I give him updates on stuff. We talk about like business strategy and he's working on the real estate side anyway, which is his specialty. So it works out good. But imagine being part of a business five years, not taking a dollar out. And I can tell you, honestly, I see this not just in the hair, it's, it's very prevalent in the hair industry, mm-hmm. but in other industries as well, is the differences that I see. And one of the reasons why we grew so fast is people get 
real loosey-goosey with money. Yeah, definitely. Right? Like, there's, like, all these parties all the time, mm-hmm. company parties. Like, yeah, we had a great Christmas party, right? Yeah. And we try to do, like, team outings and stuff, but that's team building. But people get, like, so crazy. The business owners, all of a sudden, I see, like, these business owners. They're, like, Gucci this, Gucci that. <laughs> Gucci Prada this, this, Gucci that. They're flexing. <laughs> like, I see them with, like, two, not one watch, not one diamond watch, but they're, like, this, like, the diamond watches. And, you yeah. know, that's cool. The- like, business money becomes I mean, personal money and there has to be a final line between. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not thinking of, cause it's more than just the business, right? right? It's the business. And like, especially for us now, like with almost 20 employees. Uh, like, yeah. I was going to say, especially when you employ people. It's a whole nother level. Yeah. Like it's not about like me as a business owner. It's not about me at all. Mm-hmm. It's the whole team. Right. Right. And if I'm out there, I mean, I don't even wear a watch. I have an Apple watch. I don't remember the damn password. Cause I got too many passwords and all this stuff, you know, but like, if I was out there spending all this money on this, I promise you, I promise you, our company wouldn't have grown as fast as it did. thousand percent, sure. it would not. So why, like, when people are like, you know, it's like, oh, you know, that company's got big, you know, I don't know, maybe they put all this money into it, which we didn't. We right. put in hard work. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know if I publicly say it, but I think we only put in, in the beginning, about 20000 each. Mm. So that's only about like 40 grand to start up a business like that. And we wasted a lot on that stupid software. Oh, yeah. Like there was a lot of grinding to get here. Grinding. A lot (laughs) of grinding. So if we had spent that money on frivolous stuff, Mm -hmm. if we had like, you know, right now we're on top of each other in these offices. We've tried to get as many offices as possible till we get this new building. But like to get to the point where we're reinvesting back in the business with real estate now. Yeah. You know, we're buying as long as everything goes well with environmental, we're actually buying land. Yeah. Like an acre and a half of land so we can build our own warehouse distribution. Like we're not renting, we're buying. Yeah. It's all part of the company. Like once you do that kind of stuff. That's really good. It makes it like a safe place, right? Mm -hmm. Because like our goal is to pay the building off in a year, right? So if we don't have a payment for our building, okay, think about that. You know, you have property taxes, electrical, some small stuff, but you don't have like the rent payment, which would be like five grand a month for something that big, okay? If there is a downturn in the business for people stop wearing hair as much, it's never going to happen. But just in case... (laughs) The economy goes bad because, you know, you know who is just tweeting up a storm and messes things up. (laughs) Something. I don't know. Like, it's much safer for the company. The employees don't have to be as worried because they're not like, this company has all this overhead. They're bursting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've you have seen to think about stuff like that. You really have to. So like a lot of companies, if that ever happens, they'll get wiped out. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm planning for the future for this stuff and the future for everybody part of the company. Yeah. Right? So like... I joke about it all the time. Most of you guys drive a nicer car than me. (laughs) Like, literally, I mean, I can go buy a nice car right now, like, no problem. But I don't because I'm like, you know what? It doesn't, it's not going to help the company right now. Right. It's going to be a distraction. Mm -hmm. I need to just focus on the business. Focus on the business. So, God, it's been a journey. And now we're in 2018. Think about all the stuff we're doing. Tell tell them all the stuff we're doing. Okay, so we got. Yeah, so we just revamped Private Label, which looks gorgeous, by the way. If you haven't been on there, make sure you check it out. We'll put the link in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And then we just revamped Dropship Bundles. We did. Which looks amazing. Love um, it. New logo, new website. And then we did the free business tools. So We launched yeah, the free business free tools. Business tools Spent where you some can, money on that for everybody. Free. Yep. Free business tools for everybody. So you can do your logo, create your own logo, privacy policy, which is updated with the new compliance laws. We have the... Terms of service. Terms terms of service, terms and conditions, 
Yeah, and then we're working on a bunch of other stuff too. Yeah, we have the, actually I haven't launched it yet, but we have the new tool because- For the labels. Yeah, for yeah. the labels, because a lot of people struggle designing their own labels yeah. in Canva. Canva's awesome, which we'll get into. So we have like pre-made, like if you go to Canva, the pre-made templates are for like Facebook posts, mm-hmm. Instagram posts, Facebook Twitter, ad, yeah. Pinterest, Twitter. Ours are like- Two ounce edge control, four ounce edge control, bundle Bundle tags, bundle tags. Like we basically built a mini Canva just for these types of products. And we're giving it away for free, like 100% for free. Whether you work with private label extensions, dropship bundles or not, like it's still free. It's a free tool because we're trying to help people here in the hair industry, right? So in the last year, we, we launched our Facebook group. Oh, yeah, which is, which is over 17,000 now, almost at 17,000. Almost at 17,000. Yeah. We're live in the group right now. So anybody in the group, hey, what's up? What's <laughs> up? This year we gave away six laptops, laptops. Yeah, six laptops to aspiring entrepreneurs mm-hmm. that were trying to run their business from their phone or trying to get their business yep. started up. We gave away hair. We gave away for um, the uh, prom. What was that for? For the prom, but we also gave away bundles in the group as well. Yep. We gave away silk bags. We gave away a logo, the new bonnets we just came out with. We gave away bonnets. We gave away a lot of stuff. Trying to just give back. Yeah. Right? Like, I think you get to the certain point and you have that social responsibility to help others that kind of are trying to come up yeah. and need a little assistance. Yeah. Because I remember like when we first started, nobody helped us. Or when I was in a, like started my entrepreneurship career like 12 years ago with my food business, like no one was helping me. Right. No one, anything. And I just, if I just had that little anything yeah. from up above, like as far as like here, you know what, you're doing it this way, maybe this, or if I had a support group, kind of like our Facebook group, yeah. or if someone's like, man, I know you don't have the funds right now and you're trying to run your business. Here's a laptop. Mm-hmm. Like those are the kind of things I would have died for. Yeah. So to be able to give back and try to do that for entrepreneurs now, it adds kind of this, a whole more rewarding aspect, I think, to the business. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. You know, we launched this podcast, which we're on episode 31. There, yeah, that's like, you know, a lot of people who do podcasts, they don't even make it to the fifth episode. Really? So, yep. This is very good that, you know, we were even able to make it to episode 31. And we, you know, we want to podcast a lot more. I really want to do two episodes a week. We're kind of limited with space. I mean, we have like our editors over here and everything else. <laughs> like we are so out of space till we get into our new building. We're gonna have a nice podcast set up. Yeah. I'm gonna do something nice because I don't like these. <laughs> the way the microphones and stuff are set up, I'm not a huge fan. I mean, all the equipment's great. Yeah. What else happened? We launched Hair University at hairuniversity.co. We we'll put this the year, link in yep. the show notes. Yep. We have some courses on there. Zakira just came out with her Canva course. Yep. Canva courses on there. Yeah. So if you need to figure out how to like design all sorts of graphics and stuff for your business. Cards, anything really. Yeah. And you know what I noticed about the education component? I think that is great for us. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of online stuff and YouTube University, obviously, but Sometimes I think it's really hard for people to learn yeah. when it's not related 100% to their industry. Yeah. Like if I'm taking a Canva, like if I was a woman just obsessed with hair, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm taking a Canva course and they're talking about like creating designs for dog biscuits. Yeah. Like, and I'm afraid of dogs. Yeah. I'm just not I'm going to I'm terrified of dogs, by the way. Uh, yeah, sure. yeah. It's really <laughs> funny. It's really funny. So... <laughs> She just looks ridiculous when, like, you know, she sees a little animal. It's like, I thought it was a pit bull and it's a little pip squeak. Okay. So, 
yeah. you know, I think it really helps. That's why that's one of the things we're going to really push hard this year is yeah. our courses, create a lot more courses. Yeah. The great thing about Hair University, though, is like you were saying, it's niched, like it's specifically for everyone in the hair industry. You won't get on there and not be able to find something that's going to help you within your business in the hair industry. Yeah. And just as an example that you can just basically take lead from is with our dropship program, there's a lot involved Mm -hmm. and there's some training involved. So, you know, one of the first courses I created was how to do dropshipping. So if you have a business, whether you're in the hair industry or something else, sometimes it's great just to create a course Mm -hmm. that explains everything. So your customer can go through that journey of like from A to Z, how to work with your company. And it it cuts down on service tickets, phone calls. Sometimes, because some people, you know, still want to call. And, I know. They want to yeah. talk and talk to a real person, yeah. which is cool. So, yeah, we podcast, Facebook group, YouTube channel, Instagram's going well. You know, they're making a lot of changes to social media, how yeah. stuff's showing. So, I think if you're starting a business now and you look at people that have these huge followings, mm-hmm. don't get discouraged. Because I think nobody's fo- – very few people, obviously, some people have a breakout, right? Yeah. But most new businesses or just current businesses, their following's not going up much. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, like everyone's on Instagram. So it's not like all these people are signing up and like, who can I follow? Who can I follow? Who yeah. can I follow? I think a lot of people are kind of minimizing the people they follow. And then they're not seeing the posts as much. I think they're just watching the stories. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, do you look at the posts more or the stories? Recently, I haven't been looking at anything. <laughs> yes, good, <laughs> Yeah, good. but um, I think a lot of people are looking at stories more than posts versus scrolling up. People just don't have time to, you know, scroll anymore. It's just more like story. Okay, let me laugh at that. Keep going. Oh, what's this? Swipe up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that people are looking at stories more and... With the post, you can't really see everyone's posts, but you can see everyone's stories. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah. the new algorithm, uh, Instagram. Mm -hmm. And like, especially if Instagram knows you're a business and you have a business profile, I promise you they're showing your posts less because they want you to push that boost button and spend like five, 10, 50, $100. Yep. Instagram is owned by Facebook. It's a public company. They need to make revenues. They have investors, board of directors. Got to make that money. Money. Right? So, like, it's not all just going to be free and, you know, you're this business running off uh, Instagram. I mean, that's why I tell people all the time, you have to be real careful. If your whole traffic and business is just through Instagram, very dangerous. Super dangerous. But even our, this year, we've ramped up on blogging. We have some more bloggers. But just thinking about where we started with the blog, you know, we weren't really blogging that much. It was once a week, maybe. I was writing a post maybe once a week, and yeah. maybe you would get a post in there every once in a month or two weeks or something. Is that shade? No, it's just the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. I think that was shade. Uh, when, <laughs> moving <me>. on. <laughs> moving on. Because, you know, when I throw some shade, you feel it. But, yeah, the, the blog is definitely ramping up. We just added Simi to the team. Yeah, Simi um, Shake new editor, assistant editor to Meg's, a.k.a. Megan, I won't say her middle name. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so we have Simi on the team. Fenella's down there killing it too. So it's just good. Like everything is going great. It's been such, you know, if you really sometimes, 
it's hard just to slow down and yeah. look at your business, right? And sometimes, and it's funny because I actually thought about it the other day because you were joking with me about like, oh, you got, you know, this is the big business now and all this stuff. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, oh, I called you I'm big wearing, time. <laughs> now, big call me big. I'm like, I'm wearing my Target shirt. Yeah. I'm wearing my Marshall shorts. And like, no, like not big. And But then when you said it, it's like, no, like you built up this business. Yeah, but and I, like, I remember though, it's kind of like, you know, I joke with my dad too. And I kind of look at my dad like a mentor, you know, and I look at Mikey yeah, like sure. a... I look at Mikey like a mentor too. So it's kind of like seeing where you were, me learning from you then, and then seeing where you are now, me learning from you now. It's kind of like, oh yeah, you big time taking trips every two days, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, but when you can slow down and yeah. actually reflect on everything, right. you know, I have to say thanks to everyone. I yeah. mean, it's it's been amazing. Like, we could never have gotten here to this point. And, you know, I know... 100% positive we're going to make the Inc. 5000 this year, which oh, is sure. the 5,000 fastest growing companies in America. CPA already submitted the paperwork. They came back with some extra stuff. So like when they come back and like want re-verification and like some yeah. extra stuff, I'm thinking we're looking pretty good in those <laughs> like, so you have the Inc. 5000, which is the yeah. 5,000 fastest. Mm-hmm. But if you make it up to 400, I mean, a 500 and five from 500 to one mm-hmm. or one to 500 of that 5,000, that's called the Inc. 500. I think there's a chance we're going to make in Inc. the 500 fastest growing companies. And the thing I'm most excited about is because I know my mom, love her to death. She actually <laughs> works for us part time now. Oh, uh, yeah. She doesn't listen to the podcast. She she's not into podcasting yet. I'm trying to get her into it. <laughs> my thing is, I want her to like one of the first people I tell is going to be my mom, and I'm going to give her my iPad, the extra big uh-huh. one, and I'm just going to have it, and I'm going to be like, I want to record it, and I was like, Mom, oh my God, I don't know what happened. Just read this, you know, <laughs> and because my mom is so excited about the progress that we've all made, that's super good, yeah. And and now her working inside the company and seeing the inside of how yeah. hard we all work you know, and some of the crazy stuff we have to deal with and everything else, like for her to see that, you know, her son made definitely in the 5,000 fastest growing companies in America is a big deal. Yeah, for sure. You know, sure. as an entrepreneur, that's like a dream. Yeah, for sure. And then for the team, like motivation, like, hey guys, you know, we're, we're we got to keep this. We can ramp it up, yeah. Yeah, we got to keep this thing going. So I just, they come out with the information, like who made it, I think in July. I don't know if they'd tell you the position, mm-hmm. but it's in July. So, you know, I'm... Definitely going to be looking for that email every single day. And I'm <laughs> going to be so excited to tell everybody. And then I guess we'll find out later when we make the position. So, I mean, that kind of stuff, when you start winning like awards for mm-hmm. stuff you do, you know, especially it's hard to get recognition sometimes in the hair industry. Yeah. There's not much stuff like it's a sexy industry, but it's not like technology that like mm-hmm. all these people like to write yep. about and yeah. the new stuff, blah, blah, blah. So just to do something different in the hair industry and then to do it very well have a lot of successful clients to build a community behind it, you know, to have an awesome staff. It's it's a lot. For sure. Let's talk about what's to come. What do we have coming up, you know, that people can look forward to? You know, I think we're going to be putting out more free tools mm-hmm. to make it even easier to start your hair business. Yep. And lash business. You we're can't gonna- beat free. Like we've we've come out with so much free stuff. Like between the tools, the blog, just the information on the blog. The free courses on university, courses, the podcast, yeah, you know, all like these everything. videos. Like yeah. People say, oh, I don't know where to start. I'm like, you start by just reading these blog Reading, posts. educating yourself. Yeah. You know? I heard someone say, you can't become a master at something until you've done your research on you know what it is that you're trying to become a master at. So I think before you even jump into the hair industry, you should have a really good 
knowledge or education portal in your mind of like, what are hair extensions? How did they get started? You know, what's the business side of it? What do I need? What do I do? You know, that way you're not kind of going in blindsided. And we have blogs on all of that. Oh, we cover every little (laughs) subject. Yeah. So I think we're going to come out with a ton more products. Mm -hmm. I'm already looking at kind of hair or beauty related. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be expanding that whole yeah, offering. Staying in our our lane. Yeah, staying in our lane, but kind of, ex, you know, related kind of like how we did hair and then mm-hmm. we added lashes. Yeah. Now we have and lash applicators control. coming, yeah. the edge yeah. control. Oh, Most, you tried to slide that in there, lash applicators. <laughs> those lash applicators are nice. <laughs> yeah. Rose gold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we'll have those soon. And different types of hair, you know, definitely more clip-ins, tape-ins, colors, mm-hmm. weights, yeah. styles of that. Probably get into the natural hair a little bit. Like we have the 4C, mm-hmm. but a lot of people are asking about like, you know, a little bit, you know, that's the super tight coil, froey kind of look. Yeah. You know, I freaking love it. I think it's awesome. But there's ones that are like not as much like a kinky curly or a tight coil. It's this in-between. Yeah. So offering stuff like that, maybe getting into hair care products a little bit. Maybe dabble. Um, that a little dabble. And then <laughs> as far as, you know, like I said, we have some technology stuff coming up that's some secrets. Some secrets. Pretty top secret. Pretty revolutionary for the hair industry. <laughs> revolutionary. I mean, yeah. Totally one hundred percent set us apart from any other hair company in the world. For sure. I mean, really that big. That's where I, when I was away and Shay was filling in, you know. Yeah. So, you know, we, we'll have that coming up and I'll be able to talk about that more in like a month or so. And, um, you know, we'll have our new location. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. going to be able to do we'll classes. Remember, we're going to do classes. Seminars at, at the. Mini yeah. seminars, like yeah. mini training seminars inside our new location, which mm-hmm. I'm super excited about because it's not going to be these things where like I see some of these. Oh, God. <laughs> You know like where I'm going. I, got, I mean, <laughs> I see these people it. like take my $25 webinar. I'm like, I look at their site and their marketing stuff. I'm like, you don't even know how to market and you're selling marketing. <laughs> okay. So like not that kind of thing, but it's going to be like, I want to have. Hands on, like bring your laptop. On. We're going to show you. 10 people yeah. in a room mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, guys, we're going to make you, I don't want to say an expert, but let's set up all the automations yeah. and all this extra stuff to actually sell a lot more. Right. Because a lot of people think once they get a website, they're done. That's the beginning. Right. Just the beginning. That's like the frame of your house and you're going to be adding all these other things, you know, the windows, the doors, the roof, the this, that, the other. That's really what a website is of, it's not just the site, but all the additional features that make it successful. Yeah. So we'll be able to bring people in, you know, probably like 10 at a time, keep it small, keep it affordable, Mm -hmm. right? Bring them in, hands-on, step-by-step. Let's get all this set up today. Yeah. It might be like a six, four to six-hour class. You know, start off with the theory behind some of the stuff. Get their whole thing set up. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's not like they're going to be motivated, but it's not like they're motivated and they have to go do something. Right. They're motivated and had something done. Right. And have like a, a checklist of what needs to be done, but they have like proper guidance on how to get it done. Yeah. yeah. So we'll set up stuff like that. So that's going to be super, you know, Exciting. that's going to be really cool. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Me too. And then, of course, we have our new studio coming. Oh, yeah. So our podcast, like the video is going to be set up better. And then, of course, we're going to be building our YouTube team. So we're going to be creating tons of videos. So we're going to be looking to collab with local stylists or stylists that are just in town to make all sorts of videos on how to do everything hair. Beauty influencers. 2018 might be the year I learned how to color hair. 
You've been saying that for forever. <laughs> I know the theory behind it, but I just got to get my... Technique. Yeah, I got to put some gloves on and not get my hands dirty. Right. Because <laughs> you don't want to touch that stuff. But you know what I mean? Like just the, the actual application portion. Yeah. You know, so that's that's one of my goals. I want to learn Dallas. I'll get Dallas Christopher to help me out with that. Yeah. Uh, Dallas is lit. And then Zakira is going to be creating a bunch more courses. Mm -hmm. uh, we're looking for more people to collaborate with on our courses. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you know anyone that has courses that you need an additional outlet to get kind of more exposure, reach out to us. Yeah. Or if you have a course and want to add it to Hair University, make sure you check out the courses that we already have on there and then shoot us an email. Yeah, so it's amazing to be able to sit here and we kind of talk about because it's not often I can really go all the way back and think yeah. of like how we got started. And we're getting so far ahead that I'm glad we talk about this stuff because I'll end up forgetting. <laughs> and then I can go back and listen. Oh, yeah, I remember all that. No, yeah. You know, so yeah, it's just been a journey, but just everybody that we've helped, I mean, we've helped launch now thousands of hair businesses, right? Oh, yeah, for so, sure. So they're probably on this, they're in year one or two. Mm -hmm. So, don't expect it to get really good. You got to hold off. Like you got to keep pushing three, four, five. Yeah. When it's, it's funny. I was telling, um, I was telling a friend of mine that runs a really successful business, uh, tech company in the music industry and his, they're at Atlanta tech village. Mm -hmm. So David Cummings, if you look up David Cummings, sold his company for like a couple hundred million dollars. And he sat down with this guy, my friend, and he's telling him about like, you know, he's coming up with all these ideas, entrepreneurs. We all have all these ideas, yeah. right? The biggest problem with entrepreneurs is that we try to do too much. He told him, and he told me the same thing, so it kind of made sense. He's like, look, when you're getting into years like four, five, and six for your business, that's a real important time to continue to grow. Mm -hmm. He says things are going to get redundant and boring. Yeah. Okay? When things are redundant and boring, you still have to stay focused, hold on, and just keep doing what you're doing. Because what a lot of times people in business will do is like they'll have something working mm -hmm. and then they'll see something else and be like, oh, maybe I should try this too yeah. or spend or more instead, time on this yeah. or instead. And then what was working is no longer working anymore because they're not focused on it and they're on something else that's not working yeah. and it doesn't make sense. So you really have to focus on what's working. And I think that's one of the keys to success in years three, four, five, six and, and beyond. Yeah, I think that's true too. But I'm just super excited for what we have going on, what we've accomplished, what uh, we're going to accomplish in 5,000 next month. Yeah. Couple yeah. months. Couple yeah. months. Yeah. And then once we get into this new building, it's going to be so exciting, phenomenal. Everything we're going to be doing, it's going to be really nice. You know, the color schemes. Yeah. We're going to have this big grand opening. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Everyone's invited. Yep. Everyone's invited. But yeah. So I guess until next time. Yeah, until next time. But make sure. I want to say personally, publicly, thank you, Zakira, Aww. for being with us for so long. Thanks, you Mikey. know, sometimes Don't I forget it's been cry. it's been so long. Like <laughs> we've been through journeys. Like Zakira and I are cool. Like we don't argue or yeah. anything like that. But I mean, we have been. If you really like, I'm sitting here thinking about we have been through it with this business. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, so like yeah. the longevity, I really appreciate it. And you're not allowed to ever quit. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Like there's still a lot, lot further to go. Yeah, for sure. And it's going to be like, we're so close on so many levels and so many things. Like yeah. it's going to be great for everyone. And I think, you know, personally, that is my goal for everyone. Yeah, for sure. Um, but no, thanks for being with us for this many years and be my, you know, co-host on the podcast. Oh yeah, and, I'm excited. I'm yeah. grateful for the opportunity. I was able to learn 
so much thus far, and I'm just excited for what I will learn. So, yeah, just yeah. we're just getting started. Yeah, so year five or whatever we are on. Before I start crying, make sure you guys uh, subscribe to Harabiz Radio, um, and stay tuned for episode 32. Yes. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Glad to be back.